Hello, um, this is David Maher, uh, editor of Fertilizer Europe. Welcome to this podcast. A few of the editors are speaking on COVID-19 and the, the impact on various markets. So I'll be looking at Europe. The title is actually COVID-19 in Europe, coping during the key season. Most of us will know what, what I mean by that. Uh, it's spring. So basically it is key time for fertilizers in Europe, for agriculture in Europe, for inputs to crops and grasslands. In a way, the coronavirus pandemic could not have come at a more, shall we say, interesting time for the market. At certain other times of the year, if it had been late summer, let's say, uh, the situation would have been different and a little less complicated. As it is, it's been difficult, but as the title suggests, I believe, and I, I feel strongly that the market has been coping very well. So one of the key reasons is uh, necessity. It's linked to food production, uh, fertilizer production and deliveries are key inputs. So they're almost essential, not officially essential across Europe, but I'll come to that in a minute. The situation is that the, the market needs to continue at this time of year it it cannot be it cannot be faced with any great disruption and um, because of the impact on on societies essentially uh, a lack of food production could cause of course it's saying huge problems so for that reason every effort has been made to, to keep the market moving as close to normal as possible now, geography has been an important part of this because while seaports have been operating as, as best as they can, again, as close to normal as possible, and production has been going on at, at plants, albeit with teams of people split into two or three groups and so on to ensure that the, the virus is, the spread of the virus get to a minimum. However, there have been border problems, uh, land border problems in particular. Central and Eastern Europe have been particularly impacted. This was essentially people getting used to the new normal. It was border crossings not being able to, to cope with the situation, particularly with regards to, to people being checked. So even though fertilizers uh, in trucks, for example, that weren't that, that were free to go to go through and were going to ultimately pass the border without undue problem. Nevertheless, that didn't stop them being and hasn't stopped them being part of queues, of truck queues that have been up to tens of kilometers long in the worst cases. Now people are beginning to cope a little better and the majority of, of land borders in Europe, including in the east and kind of central and southeast region, um, the situation has improved and now, and now they're flowing more rapidly and more normally. And then if we go a little bit further west, barred shipments, for example, key barred shipments of CAN heading into Germany from the Benelux countries, pretty much pretty much undisrupted. Um, as I said, it's it's in a lot of ways, it's people adjusting to the new normal combined with the necessity of fertilizers. That brings brings me on to a, a little point about necessity and a sort of a connected or similar word, which uh, is essential. Uh, people have been asking me about this. Um, I've had I've had emails um, come through to me from China, for example, asking about whether Europe has applied a, an official essential tag to fertilizers. And the most basic answer to that is uh, is that the, the EU is not a state. So it's much more difficult for 
the for continent wide or even single market wide for such a, a designation to be made countries have done or tant or have tantamount to, to name uh, naming fertilizer products as essential spain belgium italy amongst them but an eu-wide designation is, is close to impossible politically it's an extremely difficult thing to get done particularly in a short amount of time there is no presidential like order for example that can be can, that can be issued uh, without a great amount of challenges now um, there are, of course, gr- the, uh, I don't know if you've heard of these so-called green lanes, but basically what the green lanes are to allow key products to, to, to run across borders as, as quickly as they can, whilst, I guess, people who aren't involved in essential industries or are traveling for other reasons cannot use them. Um, so uh, for all of these reasons, although not named as an essential product at an official EU block-wide level, Effectively, that's how it's working. Um, the markets have been busy. In fact, they've been extra busy uh, for the very reason that people want to get products in just in case uh, the, the regulations do come into play that prevent them from doing so. So in some cases, people are, are, are stocking up a few weeks ahead uh, of where they normally would just in case something happens and restrictions uh, be, be, become detrimental to the movement of fertilizers. Um, as I said, this has actually made what is already, or what is an, in a normal year, a very busy part of the uh, of the season, an extra busy part of the season. At least that's how it's going from the time being. And production has continued. We, companies, uh, producers have been have been clever about uh, how they've administered operations. People are working from home where they can, but those that cannot, as I said a little bit earlier split into teams of two or three and as best they can ensure the production is close to normal levels okay that's about it for me um thank you very much for listening uh, all the best to look in the weeks and months ahead with this situation for a lot more by the way on all of this uh, impact on fertilizers and other sectors please go to argusmedia.com forward slash coronavirus thanks very much <laughs>